You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show Podcast, hosted by Joe Hunter, on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. It's the best of the Cup of Joe Morning Show. I want to tell you about some evidence from gophers. Yeah, those critters right there. Did you know that a professor and a student at the University of Florida have done the research how they're doing this? I don't know because they do it. The gophers do it underground. They farm. They're farming. Yes, gophers. They actually tend and harvest their own food. In fact, it's most of the food, the calories that they get and enables them to go out and forage. Gophers are the only known farming mammal. They're underground roots, and they farm them. You never know when you're standing on a gopher farm, and you may be doing that right now or sometime today. Is it God's creation? It never ceases to amaze me. Of course, the Son of God dying, bleeding his blood to save sinners like you and me is truly the most amazing the sound of life boy this was so cool and it's a great example and i would say if you don't have a bench you need to get one i mean maybe in your yard or certainly at school right this was a photograph and a little story posted by richard he said yesterday i was visiting my son's school it's elementary school And he saw this bright colored bench in the yard and I asked if this is the only place to sit. And his son said to him, no, that's the bench of friends. When someone is lonely or can't find a game partner, they'll sit there and others invite them to play with them. And I said, that's a great idea. Did you ever use that yourself? And he said, yeah, at the beginning of the year when I was new here, I sat there and another student came to me to play with me. That made me happy. And now when I see someone sitting there, I also invite them to play. See how that works? Great idea on mutual aid and kindness to implement on playgrounds. I would say if my technical abilities rise to that of an elementary school person student, then I will post the photograph of that on the Cup of Joe Morning Show Facebook page. So just stand by. It might happen. Waking up with a cup of Joe. I can't imagine traveling to school every day without it. It helps me um, in my prayer over our school and our students and teachers. So thank you for all that you do. The sound of life. From time to time, I feel compelled to, um, well, lift up and promote Crisis Pregnancy Centers. That's what they used to be called. Pregnancy Support Centers are called now. And that was the first probably ministry, you know, parachurch ministry other than, well, the radio station. When I first came to the radio station, it's been almost 30 years. So, uh, and, and I just met the most wonderful people. I said, these organizations have maybe two employees and 40 volunteers. I mean, it's just absolutely incredible. And lately, they really come under fire, as you can probably imagine, from some people. I mean, and now they want, like, really to, to put up an agency to investigate these 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 pregnancy support centers that are, quote, fooling people, right? Well, they were recently defended by Mary Margaret Olhan, and uh, she she's just absolutely incredible. Um And she was addressing the criticism. She said, they're not fake centers. In 2019, they served 1.85 million families. They provided $266 million worth of goods, car seats, baby formula, diapers, things that women really need. And they do it all 
no charge, right? Um, so, you know, it's a situation where here's an expectant mother who's in a, well, they used to be called crisis pregnancy centers, and they come alongside them, and most of the time those volunteers have been there. They know exactly what she's feeling. They know exactly how to talk to them. They have no ulterior motive. They're there to give help, to pray, give away diapers, if whatever is needed, to be able to give that to them. And and there's probably there's probably not uh, I, I don't know I don't know I, I doubt there's many young women or old women or whatever that think they're there trying to fool people. Okay, uh, we're smarter than that, guys. I mean, you know. So, uh, Lord, I just pray for them right now. You are Jehovah Jireh, as the song says. You're a provider, and you have always provided, and you provided with them and sustained them. And I pray for your peace over them in Jesus' name. Amen. Waking up with a cup of joe. I can't stop drinking the coffee. I stopped drinking the coffee. I've stopped doing the standing and walking and the words putting into sentence doing. The sound of life. One of the things that, and I, I don't know, maybe I've been out of the loop, but it just seems like it's kind of a big fad now. You can always do it. I mean, you know, nothing to stop anybody from getting a heavy-duty magnet and and uh, trolling the creek bed, right? That's what they do. It's kind of the new thing now, it's called. And George was doing that, scouring the river with him in Grantham, Lincolnshire. I'm not making that up. It's a real place. He was doing it with his dad, which is pretty cool. And I would imagine, you know, you find little various odds and ends. Well, they latched on this 15-year-old did to this safe, and they managed to pull it out. That's a pretty heavy-duty weight right there. And sure enough, it had money inside of it. There was a certificate, expired bank cards, and their concern and their interest was to get it back to whoever it was. That's the first thing they thought of. Magnet Fisherman, they're known as. And they had enough information to track him down. His name was Rob Everett, and he was pretty amazed, I was imagined. And uh, he said, there are really some nice and good people in this world. You know, they could have just kept the money and said, well, we try to get a hold of them, you know. But uh, he was so impressed that he even offered uh, George a job if, you know, you need some work experience when you're out of school there. And he gave him a small reward, and he said, you know, they basically wanted to return the contents and the goods to the rightful owner. I think that says a lot about humanity to go to all that trouble. It does. And there's a big lesson there. It teaches George that doing good, the student, the 15-year-old, can be honest if you're doing good and being honest and giving back, it's actually more rewarding than taking. Pretty amazing, isn't it? Isn't that a cool lesson? Yes, kids. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Well, we saw it. I mean, I, 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 don't, uh, I, I don't feel bad about telling you that I saw a kid's movie. Pretty amazing. Ever since Toy Story came out about 100 years ago, and my brother-in-law, one of them, was telling me I should go watch it. And I'm like, I'm not going to go walk a theater, watch a cartoon. Boy, was I surprised. And then I was sitting, what was that, 20 years ago? It had to be. When uh, Finding Nemo came out, I'm sitting there with my sons, relatively young. And when that curtain opened up and that movie started underwater, I was blown away. I mean, just absolutely blown away by the graphics. And equally so, and it's a combination, you know, but mostly graphics on the movie side. 
But it's a combination of the TV clarity is big too. But uh, we just sat in, my wife and I sat in, and we watched the Sea Beast. That was it. It's a cartoon. <laughs> what can I tell you? It's really cool. But you know what's amazing? The graphics are so real. It is incredible. And the action is very fast. And the voice of Maisie Brumble, a little girl, is she is so sharp. And the voice is so endearing. And as the reviewer said, it's a little bit long. Now, tell your young kid, I mean, it's got scary stuff because they're going after monsters in the ocean. But as soon as you see the big red monster, which is like three quarters of the way through the movie, you know right away, oh, they're going to be friends. They are. I don't want to give too much away. It's exciting, sometimes humorous. It's a fantasy adventure showing friendship, overcoming strife and misunderstanding and it stresses doing the right thing. Way stresses that. You'd be very hard to miss. Your three-year-old would be like, he's under a lot of pressure to do what he's been doing all his life, isn't he? Yes, he is. Tremendous amount. The Sea Beast. It's really incredible. Recommended by the one and only Cup of Joe Morning Show. <laughs> there you go. Your daily dose of encouragement. I've got a smile on my face. And a twinkle in my eye. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The sound of life. Came across something I thought was interesting because I was, you know, trying to come up with funny stuff. But it was, uh, just came out. And you're welcome to find and go on this website. They have really good advice for moms because it's called imom, littleimom.com, imom.com. And I thought it was pretty appropriate rules to keep you from, these are things to establish in the car so you can preserve your marriage while you're traveling together. Believe me, it's very important, you know, like establishing roles before you leave. Research the activities in restaurants ahead of time. See, my wife does all that. So that's the reason I'm spoiled. And when I travel by myself, it's very difficult. You know, uh, you got the budget and everything. There's a whole big list. But I have to tell you, I think the number one rule, that, as far as I'm concerned, is to follow the GPS. Because unless you want to be standing on the side of the road when you come across the Throgs Neck Bridge and the GPS says take I-95 north and you're insistent on following the Hutchinson River Parkway north and you come around the corner and there's traffic standing still and you know you're <clears throat> sometimes you feel like you'll never be forgiven. A great way to start your day. Go ahead. Make my day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The sound of life. And we're thinking about the incarcerated enough. An incredible story. He was, uh, James is his name. He was wearing his striped, jump, striped jumpsuit and he walked across the steamy jail gym, climbed into the portable pool and baptized by the prison chaplain. But his joy just exploded when he had heard that his daughter, Brittany, who was also an inmate, had been baptized that same day in the same water. Yeah. When they realized what that happened, even the staff got emotional. As the chaplain said there wasn't a dry eye around. It's quite a story there. Brittany and her dad wanted God's forgiveness. They've been in and out of jail the longest time. Together, God gave them a new life. I mean, Scripture describes a prison encounter. 
And it was with a jailer where Jesus' love transformed an entire family. Remember the earthquake shook to prison? We love to talk about that, right? That encounter right there. But we sometimes forget that when the prison doors flew open, Paul and Silas just sat there. They didn't take off running like the jailer thought, I'm a dead man. They're going to blame me for this. They're going to take off. They didn't do that and changed everybody's life. And he, you know, he said, what must I do to be saved? Oh, that is the question right there. Believe in the Lord Jesus, you and your household. Wow, isn't that amazing? God's desire is to pour out mercy on individuals and your families. That is absolutely incredible. Father God, please reveal yourself to my whole family. In Jesus' name, amen. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Pop some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. The Sound of Life. I don't want to upstage anyone's wedding, but if you've got a wedding coming up, this is an interesting idea. Just saw this. Lady posted our, our uh, well, yeah, mom, I guess. Ne- uh, aunt, aunt, nephew. All right, I got it. A nephew's wedding today, the bride offered a special gesture. You know how usually the bride, one of the things at the end of the wedding is you throw the bouquet to all the single girls. Well, she took hers apart and she handed each girl a flower and prayed with each girl to wait on the man that God has for them. Isn't that cool? Awesome. It is. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Oh, you look like a man who could use more coffee. The Sound of Life. What a cool thing to do, and I can't help but believe, you know, old school, there's a lot to that. Tony is a franchise owner of fast, he's got some fast food restaurants. You know, the original one? You know, the one with the big golden archer? Okay, uh, that one right there? Yep. So he's going to remodel them. He's got 90 employees, and they won't be able to work while they're remodeling the uh, the franchises. So they were, when they, you know, obviously word spread, because that's what happens, you know, and they're worried about the livelihoods, and he said, don't worry about it, I'm going to pay you. He knows that they're working week to week. He knows that their livelihoods depend on that. So that was pretty cool. He's 90 years old. He said, I started flipping burgers 60 years ago. I always thought that'd be a good idea. Not as old as he is, but <laughs> I remember when McDonald's was... Oh, there I said it. I'm sorry. I remember when they were... You know, I thought, eh, you know, you start out in the ground level, you probably move up. But he said something really cool. He said, this is Tony, the owner, you know. He said, I got people here make a living, go from week to week. How can I tolerate them not having a paycheck? Excellent! Yes! Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. Got uh, some news for you this morning. This is pretty amazing. And a number that you probably want to remember, but it's not hard to remember. It's 988. Okay? It has been billed as the 911 for mental health emergencies. This is news. A brand new number. You can dial 988 as of Saturday. It is active. You can even call. You can call or even text. Well, I meant to say you can even text the number. Call or text 24-7, and you'll be connected to a trained mental health counselor. Now, if you're thinking, oh, yeah, they tried that. They had that like this 10-digit national suicide prevention hotline thing. It was famously understaffed. All right, and I'm sorry if you had to wait on hold or know somebody that did. That is a, a lot of funding. Some serious funding has gone into this program recently. 
So now they've come out with this number, 988. Okay? So long term, they have vision. So that's always good. Uh, The officials envision mental health urgent care centers and on-the-ground response teams. All right? Trying to take away that burden of mental health. It's a big issue, as you may suspect. Okay? So we got a new number in town. It's 988. Remember that? Waking up with a cup of joe. You make my drive to work so worth having. Thank you for the entertainment, the music, the love, the blessings. The Cup of Joe Morning Show, the sound of life. Speaking of story, wow, this is uh, absolutely incredible. And I want you to tell me, all righty? You tell me, uh, a 30-year-old swimming out in the middle, probably a little bit too far by himself in the Aegean Sea, He's a good swimmer, but you get really tired, right? He needed a rescue. He was going to drown. And he just happened to find a volleyball that was lost 10 days before, 80 miles away. What are the odds that that volleyball would be coming along his way? You think that's divine? That's exactly what happened to Ivan. Found himself out there very thankful for his survival that he holds to this very colorful partially deflated volleyball all right he was rescued by an air force helicopter involved in the search team there greek air force but the whole thing is he he did it and of course he said this volleyball came floating along i hung to this for 18 hours until he was rescued and these children said oh that's our volleyball we lost it in the ocean 10 days before and we were playing soccer on the island of Lemnos, 80 miles away. So, what do you think? <laughs> Was it God? Totally. Yeah. Waking up with a cup of joe. Good morning. Good morning. Rise and shine. The sound of life. Listen up. Hold on. Stop your crunching of your cereal just for a second. You got a professor, and he's giving an assignment to every student. They're sitting in the classroom, and he gives them a balloon. And he says, inflate it and write your name on it and throw it in the hallway. Hundreds of these balloons all floating around in the hallway. And uh, he said, okay, I got you got five minutes. Every student has five minutes to find the balloon with their name on it. Floating all over the place, right? So despite a hectic surge, no one found their balloon. At that point, the professor tells the students, take the first balloon you find and hand it to the person whose name is on it. Within five minutes, everyone had their own balloon. They were probably all like, oh, wow, that's really cool, right? What's the lesson? The professor says to the students, these balloons are like happiness. We'll never find it if everyone is looking for their own. But if we care about other people's happiness, we'll find ours, too. Yeah. The sound of life. It's interesting how some people, I've seen it this year. I was in the Dominican Republic, and I mean, it's very, UV index there is like 12. I didn't even know it went over 10. And so, you know, if from the Northeast and you step out in a 12 UV index, you better be prepared. So, you know, I mean, they just go along. It's okay. It's all right. And they got the fan going and, you know, be in the shade and stuff like that. 
Now, today, there was a man in uh, England because there, I mean, it's very hot there, set a record, highest temperature ever, I guess, a day or so ago, 104 degrees, highest temperatures ever recorded there in the UK. And I figured since today is officially National Junk Food Day, that's the truth. We don't really need to celebrate that. Uh, yes. I think, you know, like everybody thinks of fries, French fries, you know, and a burger or something. Eh, not necessarily. It's A lot of it's the way you cook it. So this man decided, Danny is his name, he was going to cook it outside on his refrigerator, which happens to be metal. And he put it outside in the sun to let it heat up. And he wondered if I could actually cook my bacon, eggs, and beans, which I think is a UK tradition there, uh, on my refrigerator outside on the hottest day ever recorded in the UK. And of course, he made a video and put it on social media, and it was quite a success. If if the fact that he did cook them in 30 minutes uh, is a success. He did it. It it was filmed at midday, cracks the eggs, and puts them out there, puts on some bacon, some baked beans, and 30 minutes later, they were done. So now we know how to adapt to the heat. A great way to start your day. Go ahead. Make my day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The sound of life. I was thinking of fair food, you know. Well, we were at the Orange County uh, Fair last weekend see building 429 it was great to talk to jason roy and his manager and stuff it was really a lot of fun but that's not the point i'm telling you uh i had a, a, a one bite one bite of fried dough i just can't you know for years and years and years i just been resisting it i said you know now okay here is the confession goes a little bit further i've actually twice this year i've had i had one cinnamon and one bite bite that's all i've had a bite of so What's your favorite? Is it junk food, fair food? Do you like fair food? You know, what is it there? Yes, good morning. Cup of Joe, morning show outline. I do. Really? <laughs> yes, I like gyros. I explain that to a southern uh, guy. <laughs> oh, to a southern guy. Oh, yeah, okay. It's Greek, and it's uh, sliced lamb in a pita with onions, tomatoes, and lettuce, and then it has a tiki sauce on it which is a sour cream uh, cucumber garlic sauce that goes on top. Wow. Wow. So good. That does sound good. So then, so let me get this straight. You go on the roller coaster, and then you have the gyro. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Look, I'm a frequent coffee drinker. I'm part of the club. I have a card. The Sound of Life. Well, I want to be a hero. Man, I was reading about one of these guys that, you know, is working on a job stalling uh, solar panels, I guess, something like that, over in Massachusetts um, last week. And he, he heard about a missing girl in the area, right? So he just like, you know what? I'm going to go look. He's not from there. He just, I guess, got a description of this little girl. Um, and so he just went out to go find her. I mean, you know, how random can you get? And it's in a rural area. And uh, he noticed in the in the wherever, wherever he was, he noticed a diaper and a shirt in a nearby stream. And he started running kind of in a panic. And he found the girl and she was in waist deep water and he was calling to get her attention, but she didn't hear him. 
But fortunately, he was able to get to the growing carrier to safety. The uh, officer who responded said, boy, Jake is a guardian angel to that little girl right there. I'm telling you. Yes, indeed. Is that, is that, I mean, I love stories like that because it's just so random. It's like, here's a guy doing work, a lot of people working. Why did he feel led to do that? You know, he was just like, hey, I think I'm going to go look for this. I have no idea where I am in the neighborhood. I'm just going to go look. And there he is. And he found clues and he found the girl and he rescued her. I mean, you know, everybody in heaven's going. Now that's what I'm talking about. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Might as well get up, do something. The Sound of Life. You can listen to these two pastors talk about what God led them into. But uh, I was reading, they gave a little little report about it. In 2011, uh, it was a couple, uh, Guy and and Tana, Guy and Tana Miller. They're pastors, and they felt led to go to Salem, Massachusetts. Now, that is a place where a lot of people who have are, are into the dark world, really, you know, they go to, they gravitate to there, and they found that out. They started Remix Church in Salem in 2011, and they were just talking about what it was like, and they found out that there just wasn't a lot of light, God's light there. A lot of presence there. From time to time, people come in and preach on, you know, how God hates the the lifestyles and stuff like that. But he said, Lebanon people is amazing. And their neighbor turned out to be like this head warlock or some kind of thing like that stuff. So, you know, they just basically were showing love on people. That was the thing. Planting seeds is what their job was. That, man, that is something if God calls you to do that. God calls you to go to Nineveh. (laughs) <laughs> like he did Jonah. I uh, probably want to do that. And I'm sure they're better for it, richer for it. They've planted the seeds. They have since left there. And now there's another uh, couple maybe or a pastor that's going in there to see. Uh, pretty amazing. Um, and, and, and they said, here's the thing. God calls you to do something. Don't worry about it. The Holy Spirit is up to the task. I mean, spiritual warfare it's nothing. I mean, you know, you look at Ephesians chapter 6. God's not threatened by any of these practices. Uh, and, and so, you know, we're not called to participate in them, but it's not dangerous to us because we have the power of our testimonies and the blood of Jesus. Right? Amen. Can I get an amen on that? Yeah. The Sound of Life. Right. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Oh, you're a smooth talker. You are. You are. The Sound of Life. You got to picture this as at school, right? You got elementary kids at school here. Well, they grow up so fast. A couple of weeks ago, the teacher said, I told him to write an essay. <laughs> Those are the worst words I ever heard. Write an essay. But the essay was to be titled, If I Were a Millionaire. And everybody's writing, you know, all the kids are writing, except one little girl who's leaned back in her desk and folded her arms. And the teacher says, what's the matter? Why aren't you writing? And she said, I'm waiting for my secretary. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, she scored a 10 out of 10, the teacher said. But truthfully, the richest person you will ever meet has just three things. Peace with God, no concerns for what time it is, 
and friends who smile when they see them. The sound of life. I want to share something with you. It's pretty profound, really. It may change your life. Okay, ready? Hang on. It's not our life and then ministry on the side. It's Christ as our life in every circumstance. See, ministry is not the goal. Knowing Christ is our focus and real ministry just happens as God loves people through us. I like that. Yeah. You've been listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast on the sound of life. The Hudson Valley's 100% listener-funded Christian radio station. For more information on upcoming events, contests, to ask for prayer, and to become a member of the Sound of Life family by supporting the station, visit us at soundoflife.org.